Okay, Liz, here's some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, multiple systems, delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs, you cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems, and you improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash hollywood. NetSuite.com slash Hollywood. NetSuite.com slash Hollywood. So, random question. If someone asked us to do Love Boat, what would you say? (laughs) I'm, I'm in. Yeah, I've had so many people ask me now that we've done Fantasy Island, are we going to (laughs) do Love Boat? And I'm like, you know, maybe. Anything's possible. Hi, and welcome to Happier in Hollywood, the podcast about how to be happier, healthier, saner, more creative, more successful, and more productive in a backbiting, superficial, chaotic, unpredictable, fundamentally insane world. I'm Liz Kraft, a TV writer and producer living in LA, and with me is my high school friend and writing partner, Sarah. That's me, Sarah Fain. On this podcast, we talk about being writers in Hollywood, how we balance a career and friendship, and how to survive the war of attrition that is life in Los Angeles. In today's episode, we're going to talk about the sliding doors nature of our immediate future. We're also going to talk about how I'm using meditation to get through this stressful time. (laughs) This week's Hollywood Hack will make any gathering super memorable, and we have a celebrity sighting. Another celebrity sighting, Sarah. They're back. This is so exciting. Now, before we dive in, we want to mention that, Sarah, you did a bonus episode of Happier with Gretchen and me about your move to Ojai. Um, Gretchen has been just endlessly fascinated about every detail of your move, as have I. And so we all got on the podcast and talked about it. So anybody who wants to know even more about Sarah's move and just different aspects of it, go um, listen on the happier feed. Yes, and it was so fun to talk to you. I don't get to talk to Gretchen as often, obviously, as I get to talk to you. So that was nice. Yeah, it was fun. We had a fun time. And Sarah, speaking of Ojai, you have an Ojai update. Yeah, (laughs) yes, I do. I got chickens. It was a bit unexpected. My friend Victoria had to rehome her chickens and she literally texted me like on a Sunday morning and by the end of the day, I had chickens. And a coop. You got this big, awesome chicken coop. Yes. And we'll talk more about the chickens later. But so far, so good. I'm kind of loving it. All right. Well, you know I wouldn't want chickens, but, you know, (laughs) my philosophy is everyone should do exactly what they want to do. So I am thrilled that you got your chickens. Well, so far I am too. I'll let you know after. I haven't even done the first coop cleaning yet, so I'll report back how I feel after that. 
Okay, I cannot wait. I, I sense many podcast segments coming out of these chickens. <laughs> Lessons learned. Lessons from the chickens. And of course, Sarah, every week we want to remind our listeners to go watch Fantasy Island if you have not already. It is on Hulu. It is on Fox.com. We highly recommend it. Yes, and we have our holiday episode coming up still. That'll be on Fox in November. I don't know the exact date, but it's a two-hour holiday special. Yes, extravaganza. <laughs> Woohoo! Okay, Liz, it's time for From the Treadmill Desks of, in which we discuss what's most pressing in our work psyches. And this week, it is the concept of sliding doors. Yes. So Sliding Doors, there was a movie called Sliding Doors, which I think is how everyone became familiar with the term. It was a 1998 rom-com starring Gwyneth Paltrow. And essentially, she was running to the subway. And in one life, she made the subway and was on the subway. And that determined the course of her future. And on the other version, she did not make the subway and that she had a totally different future. And of course, sliding doors is such a fun idea. We did a sliding doors episode of Fantasy Island. Yes, it was episode, hmm, I believe it aired fifth. I think so, Didn't yes. It? Yeah, we love that episode. It was written by Sono Patel, who was wonderful. And we are now experiencing our own version of sliding doors. Yes. Okay. So Sarah, in one future, Fantasy <laughs> Island gets picked up. We get the call. You have season two. And then in the other future, we do not get season two. And we have a totally different unfolding of events in our lives based yes. on wh whether or not we make that subway. And we are kind of now at the subway door. I mean, we are in we, the we, steps yes. leading up to the subway door. And are we going to make it onto the subway or are we not going to make it onto the subway? We are in that exact moment of the doors sliding. Like in two weeks, we will either be in a writer's room with our Fantasy Island writers or we will be, I don't know, I'll be working on a book, I guess. We'll be hustling we have other projects that we're working on. We will either be just like scrambling for the next thing or we yes. will be <laughs> scrambling for season two. Either way, yes. they're scrambling. So yes, I guess we have scrambling. that in common. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because we talked about on the podcast how we had made this conscious decision not to take meetings yeah. um, to try to have downtime. And so we have kept to that. I think we've only had one meeting lately that wasn't yeah. Fantasy Island related because we've stuck to our guns. Yes. But the what I was thinking is, at what point does the future become the present? Like right now we're saying, well, in the future, we would be going on tons of meetings and hustling and getting a job. It's like, well, at what point is that going to be our present? Not right. today. Not today. Definitely not today. Yeah. I mean, like we said, we're at the doors. Yes. Either we'll be on the Fantasy Island train or we'll mm -hmm. be on the platform going, all right, what's the next train? That is so exactly right, Sarah. Perfect metaphor. So I would say a couple weeks. I would I would give a, a couple weeks and then the door will be closed and we'll be taking meetings. and Then I'll be moving. back to figuring out what shirt looks good on Zoom. Exactly. And I'll be trying to figure out where to do Zoom meetings uh -huh. in the house that I'm in. I, I think I have a good spot. I think yeah. I'm all right. 
Now, Sarah, we're in a position where we know what we want the future to be. I think we've been clear with everyone that we want a season two of Fantasy Island. Yes. But it's like at the same time, we do have to psych ourselves up for the alternative. We can't just not envision that possibility because if Fantasy Island isn't in our sliding doors future, we really need to hit the ground running. We can't just wallow. Exactly. I mean, it's that thing of like, both of the futures have to be equally real for us right now. And that's a weird space to be in, to be like, I'm 100% gearing up toward this future. And I'm also 100% gearing up (laughs) toward this other future. It's like the 200% is, I think, not supposed to be possible. And yet we (laughs) have to live in that space. Yes. And it is the nature of the business. I mean, we talk a lot on the podcast about uncertainty. And in a sense, yes, we enjoy it on some level because this is what we've chosen to do with our lives. But it is one of the hardest parts about being in entertainment. Yes, for sure. And we could get a call today and the doors could close and that would be that. You know, then we would know what future we're in. Or it could be a couple weeks. Yes. And, you know, I've talked about being in zombie mode on the couch, just like waiting for the call. Um, I think you have found some ways of coping, which we are going to discuss in an upcoming segment. I think you're, it's funny because in some ways I'm handling it better and in some ways you're handling it better. I think it really depends on the day and possibly on the moment. (laughs) Yeah. This is why it's good to have a team. One of us usually can keep it together yeah. <laughs> and and bolster the other one most of the time. And then yes. in the in other times we both just spiral. Those times are not pleasant. No. <laughs> those, those aren't are the good times. Bad times. <laughs> anyway, so hopefully Sarah in the next episode we can reveal um what happened with our sliding doors future. We'll know if we made that subway train or not. I sure hope so. The, yes. This place of not knowing whether we're going to make the train <laughs> or wait for the next one is not pleasant. It's not my favorite, not my favorite spot to be in. No. Okay, coming up, we will talk about how Sarah is coping with this stressful time. But first is break. Liz, there is nothing I love more than having a delicious meal that I didn't have to cook, which is why I have been getting no prep, no mess meals from Factor. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. Last night, I had had blackened salmon with broccoli and with cauliflower rice. It was so delicious. It was the perfect dinner. Head to factormeals.com slash HIH50 and use code HIH50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code HIH50 at factormeals.com slash HIH50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Okay, it is time for Take a Hike, in which we discuss mental, physical, and spiritual health. Today, it's all three. Um, I realize, Sarah, it's usually all three. They all sort of go together in life. 
True. So Sarah, you have been meditating and it's helping you. So we want to discuss it and see if we can encourage others, maybe even me, to do some meditating as well. So what I wanted to share is this tool, this wonderful tool that has been very useful for me, which is the 10% Happier podcast and app. You've talked to Dan Harris on Happier. Yes, um, he's a good friend of Gretchen's. Yes. And so I've listened to him. I read his book. I have listened to the podcast a little. But in this weird, uncertain time of sliding doors, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to like take a deep dive into the podcast. So I've been listening to him a lot and his guests, which are, he has really wonderful guests who are very insightful. And just listening to the podcast is calming. Mm -hmm. But then I got his app and I'm finding the app to be extremely useful. And it's, I will say it's a hundred dollars a year, but there's a seven day free trial. So you can mm. check it out and mm -hmm. see if you like it or not. But I'm sort of an on again, off again meditator. I have a meditation chair. I really try to work meditation into my life, but then I'll forget that I'm trying for right. like a year. <laughs> yeah. <you know? laughs> I think a lot of people have that same experience. Exactly. So for me, it's useful to have this app that can remind me, you know, the app reminds you every day if you want it to, you know, it's time to meditate now, you know. And it also has a kind of don't break the chain element. You can get a red check mark for every day that you meditate. Mm -hmm. And it's very satisfying. So I'm I'm turning into a really big Dan Harris 10% happier fan, I think. And and it's definitely helping me get through this time. Well, I thought it was interesting because you said to me, you know, we were, we thought we were going to get a phone call that never came as yeah. this so often happens in Hollywood. <laughs> but you said I've reserved meditation mount from 11 to 1. <laughs> Yeah. Because I just can't deal with this. And I was like, wait, what? I said, first of all, that's so ojai. That's my new phrase. Everything is yeah. so ojai. The chickens are so ojai. So ojai. <laughs> so what is Meditation Mount? Meditation Mount is this really wonderful place here in Ojai. It's actually really close to the upper campus of Violet School. And it's just in this beautiful mountain area and you just drive up this curvy little road and then it's a very peaceful space with flowers and trees and a walking path and a lookout over a really gorgeous view and it's really for meditation they have meditation rooms where people can go in and sit and meditate if they want um, and wow. all, all spaced out or you can sit outside like I did a little walk around and then I sat on this giant boulder and meditated for like 20 minutes with just bird sounds and I'm not someone who's super into smells of all the senses mm. smell is the one I'm like you know whatever um, but I took a little walk around the property and there were these amazing smells and I felt very like connected to my sense of smell for the like the first time in my life so it's just this beautiful calming meditative place and it got me through that day my little reservation from 11 to 1 <laughs> <laughs> well it's interesting because I think some of it is there's the actual act of meditating which everyone talks about the benefits of but also yeah. Just framing for yourself, like, I am doing something to cope. Like, I am taking an action that is going to help me get through this with my sanity intact. 
I feel like just even mentally noting that for yourself helps. If you know, even aside from the meditation itself, it's just the action of saying you're doing it. Yeah, no, I agree. Like last week I wrote mental health hike on my um, bullet journal calendar thing because I was like, that is what I need today. I need a mental health hike. (laughs) I try to set intentions for hikes and that was like just pure mental health. I didn't take the dogs, so I didn't have to deal with leashes and all of that. I just like walked and focused on being peaceful and calm. The walking meditation. Exactly. And then, okay, Sarah, you mentioned you got the chickens. And I was struck because you said to me, you know, it's very calming to just watch the chickens. And then I thought, oh, is this related to the whole meditating thing happening in your life? Do you think the chickens are going to be part of your meditative process? Yeah, you know, maybe a better word is a uh, mindful. Is mm. I'm trying to be more mindful as a whole here mm. in Ojai. Mm-hmm. Thus, the mental health hikes and the meditation mount and the meditation app. And shockingly, like I'm very surprised actually by how peaceful and how mindful I feel when I'm watching the chickens. The their coop happens to be like right outside the end of the yard where when I'm sitting at the dining table, I can look out at the coop. And they're just really lovely. And I can hear them making little cooing sounds. I think when I thought of chickens, I thought like smelly, loud, you know. That's definitely what I think of. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. But they're, uh, I can't speak to smelly. I'll, I'll report back again on that. But they're very calm and they make really pretty sounds that are not loud at all. Mm. They're very, it's almost like a dove sound, but it's coming from chickens. They're just really sweet. Mm. And I love watching them. And I do feel more mindful when I'm looking out the window and just seeing <laughs> seeing them peck around. <laughs> Well, I am hoping that your sort of aggressive approach, (laughs) if that's a word I can use, to your mental health is going to rub off on me. Even if I don't actually meditate, not that I I should, but if I don't, I'm definitely not getting (laughs) chickens. But I'm hoping that your just elevated calmness is going to make me calmer. Well, according to Dan Harris, who is now my okay. my guru of meditation, uh-huh. his wife said that now that he's meditating, he's less of an asshole. So, oh, I, okay. <laughs> I am <laughs> hoping that the say, you know, that the that I have a similar that I will just all around be a more peaceful, mindful person. Oh, good. Well, I am. I will appreciate that. I will, you will enjoy, enjoy that. the benefits. Yes. I, yes, and I'm glad that you're getting through this. At some point, the future will be now, and we will know what is happening. Yeah, that'll be nice. But then you should probably still keep meditating, because whatever it is, it will will be volatile in some way. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Coming up, we have a Hollywood hack now that people are a little bit more out and about. But first, this break. (laughs) 
I don't know about you, but we're always looking for ways to get our kids involved and give back in our local community. That's why we're excited to tell you about Student Visionaries of the Year, a campaign by the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, which is the largest nonprofit organization dedicated to creating a world without blood cancers. Student Visionaries of the Year is a seven-week philanthropic leadership development program for high school students. Participants form strong teams and fundraise in honor of a pediatric blood cancer survivor in their local community. I would love for Violet to do this program when she's in high school. This program is transformative. It not only helps students develop valuable life skills like project management, communication, financial literacy, and entrepreneurship, not to mention it looks great on college applications, but most importantly, it's also a chance for them to engage in meaningful work within their community and make a real impact on blood cancer patients and their families. You can learn more about Student Visionaries of the Year or even nominate a student at lls.org slash students. That's lls.org slash students. Okay, Liz, it's time for this week's Hollywood hack. As more and more of us are getting vaccinated, it kind of seems like we're able to start being out in the world and have parties again, dare I say. So in honor of that, Liz, you have a party hack. Yes. Get a photo booth is my party hack. So I went to an outdoor party recently, and it would have been a good party in any event, but I but there was a photo booth, you know, where you go and they're all different kinds. There are actual booths. In this case, there was sort of a big um, screen hung up and then someone was there taking pictures. And, you know, it's the thing where they print them out yes. and they have, you know, they, they say the hashtag whatever for the party. And the thing about it is it the bang for the buck is so big because one, it's an activity. It's something for everyone to do. You can do different groupings like Adam and I took a picture. I took a picture with other friends. Different friend groups took pictures. You know, the guys can take a picture. And then they're printed out. It's a great memento of a night. Um, And I have a whole collection of these from different parties And I just think, you know, I think you can get them for as little as like $350, which granted isn't nothing, but the amount that it impacts a party feeling like an event is so big. Like if you want, like we were going to get a photo booth at the Fantasy Islands premiere. Yes, that we had to cancel thanks to the Delta variant. But yes. Yes. (laughs) Because I think it just turns any gathering into an event for the ages. <laughs> I love it. Okay, well, someday we will have some yes. kind of actual party. And we will get... Hopefully celebrating booth. the premiere of Fantasy Island Season 2. And yes, 100%. Photo booth all the way. All the way. Okay, Sarah, guess what? We are back with celebrity sightings. Oh my God, can it be? I know. We went through a celebrity sighting dry spell that lasted, I mean, over a year year and and a half. half. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 
but now we're back out in the world and other people are back out in the world. And I think we've mentioned on the podcast that we are back to going to Kiwami for lunch now and yes. then. Yes, oh, which is so great because they have, of course, the outdoor patio and it's spaced out. And I'm just like, oh, I remember yes. what life used to be like. It was so yeah. nice. Yes, <laughs> it's just I should say is one of our favorite sushi places yes. in Studio City. And so there we were having lunch and we saw Fortune Feimster. Now, she may not be a celebrity to everybody, but Fortune <laughs> Feimster is a comedian. I'm a big fan of hers. Yes, and we saw her on a hike one day and and I had no idea who she was, I will confess. And you were just immediately like there's my favorite thing I probably talked about this before <laughs> is you seeing a celebrity because it's not always it's so so it's so big and your excitement is so genuine. Even yeah. after all these years, it's just as exciting as it was when we saw Carrie Fisher in Santa Monica like two <laughs> oh weeks after gosh. we moved to L.A. in, you know, whatever year that was. So <laughs> in the last century. <laughs> so yeah. like it's just so pure. Your joy is so pure. Yes. And for anyone who doesn't know, uh, Fortune is a stand-up comedian and she was a regular on the Mindy Project. And she also is a guest very often on a podcast that I listen to every week called Juicy Scoop. So I uh, hear her a lot. So that's why I just immediately recognized her voice. And then I looked up and I said, oh, it's her. And what I like, Sarah, is that in our reality, seeing famous people actually makes the world feel normal as yes. opposed to not normal. <laughs> We're used to seeing famous people, despite my huge reaction everywhere we go. <laughs> So I feel yeah. like we're, I'm, you know, we're kind of post-pandemic in our world, even though things are still different. Yeah. We're emerging in some fashion. Right. We're in the transition to, we just wear masks when we're out. It's part of our lives as opposed to hiding away. Yes. We go out, but we do it a little differently. Yes. So that was exciting. So hopefully, you know, this week we'll see someone else. Holding my breath. Yes. Keep your eyes open. <laughs> and that's it for this episode of Happier in Hollywood. We love to hear from you. Email us or send us a voice memo to happierinhollywood at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and please follow us if you haven't already. Thanks to our executive producer, the amazing Chuck Reed. Thanks to everyone at Sancola Sound. You can follow them on Instagram at Sancola Sound. And thanks to everyone at Cadence 13. And as always, thank you to Gretchen Rubin. Happier in Hollywood is part of the Onward Project. Check out the other Onward Project podcasts. Happier with Gretchen Rubin, Side Hustle School, and Do the Thing from Whole30's Melissa Urban. Also check out Everything Happens with Kate Bowler. Get in touch. I'm on Instagram at sfane and Liz is at Liz Craft. We also have a Facebook group. Search Happier in Hollywood on Facebook to join in on the conversation. Until next week, I'm Liz Craft. And I'm Sarah Fane. Thanks for joining us. It's a fun job. And we enjoy it. Um, so, Sarah, I never asked you, do these chickens have names? Yes, they do. They they have new names. I don't uh, remember what their, okay. <laughs> what their names used to. Oh, I don't know what they were a week ago. Now their names are Oreo, Cookie, 
and Emmy, which is short for M&M. Ah, I love so it. So all food names. <laughs> Having a feeling Violet named the chickens. You are correct. <laughs> From the Onward Project.